Hi, everyone. Welcome into episode number 59 of the Building Up Podcast. I'm David McConnell. As I say every week, thank you guys for taking the time to be with us. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for listening in, and we hope that you will consider subscribing so that you can receive uh, the weekly content when it's released and perhaps even go back and check out some of our archived episodes from the past. A lot of times what we try to do on the podcast is to answer questions that are sent in by members of our church or people who are listening to the podcast. This week uh, is a little different in that this question was not sent in, so to speak, but it it's a product of a conversation that I was having with a friend this week about their walk with Jesus. And in particular, they were describing a situation where they've grown a little apathetic in their walk with Jesus. And some of that, they believe, is coming from disappointment in a series of events in their life in which they were praying for something, asking God to do something to move, and it did not seem that those prayers had been answered. And so this led me to a discussion with them, and and what I want to address on the podcast today is how we as Christ followers properly respond to unanswered prayers. And no, I'm not talking about the famous Garth Brooks song from the 90s for you country music fans, but uh, when we find ourselves where we desire something greatly and we are praying for it and we don't see it come to pass quickly or perhaps ever, at least not in the way in which we hoped that it would. And, uh, you know, while it can seem to be immature to pull from God in times like that or to allow that to impact our relationship with Him. The reality is we, we all find ourselves there at some point in our Christian walk. The Bible even says that hope deferred can make the heart sick. So when you're greatly desiring something and you're praying for it and it's just not happening... Uh, that can indeed bring great sorrow and grief. And once we kind of get to that place to where we realize that God can do anything, that He can choose to do anything, but He's not coming through in the way that we feel is good or is right, that can bring us to a place of confusion or even disillusionment in our walk with Jesus. So I think that these struggles are common and that's what my friend was even telling me this week is he kept saying, you know, I, I feel kind of childish in confessing this. But the reality is we all find ourselves in similar places. And I think that God understands and I think he is compassionate toward us as we walk through confusion over why perhaps he is not answering a particular prayer or moving in a way that we want him to. So the question is, how, how do we respond to that in a biblical way, in a good and healthy way? Uh, a few weeks ago, I think it was episode number 53, I was quoting to you, I, I believe that podcast was about how to deal with um, feelings of perfectionism, where you feel like you have to get everything right all the time. And I mentioned in there an author of a book that I had been reading, and, and how in that book this author was saying that uh, one of the most 
influential people in our lives is us <laughs> because no one talks to us more than we do that we're constantly speaking to ourselves and counseling ourselves in our minds and so that it's very important that we speak to ourselves the right things that we think the right things and how, from a biblical perspective, it is vitally important that, as Christians, we preach the gospel to ourselves. And so I, I want to mention today three uh, important truths that I think we should preach to ourselves or that we should remember as Christ followers. And I think these important truths from Scripture that we preach to ourselves can help us to avoid becoming disillusioned or apathetic in our walk with Christ when prayers are not answered as we hoped they would be. So, number one, I think it is vitally important for us to remember and to preach to ourselves the importance of being thankful and remembering everything that God has done for us. I think this is something that you see continually in the Bible, and I think we've talked about it on this podcast before. It is so important to remember what God has done. And not only to just remember it, but not just to remember it like you would facts, but to remember it in a way that draws out from you thanksgiving. When Paul told the Philippians that they should not be anxious about anything— but in everything, they should pray and let their request be made known to God. In other words, the way that you avoid being anxious is you pray about everything. But he added there that your prayer should be submitted with thanksgiving. You and I are naturally people who are inclined to forget the goodness of the Lord once God answers a prayer, we can quickly move on to the next thing that we are praying He will do. And so we need to be disciplined to remind ourselves of the works of God and be thankful for them, to actually spend time in prayer even before we make another request in asking, excuse me, in thanking Him for the things that He's done. Maybe you need to do a prayer journal or a keeping Keep a journal of all of the things that you see God doing so that you can go back and look at those things and reflect on them and that it can help you to remember the goodness of God. And the more that you remember the goodness of God and what He's done, the more it will make you confident in His love for you. I think that's one of the things that happens to us when a prayer goes unanswered is that we're we're open now to this thought process of, well, does God really care for me? We perhaps become unstable in our understanding of His love. And so remembering what God has done and thanking Him for those things continually will make us confident that God does love us. Yes, I know that Jesus cares about me, and no matter what, I'm not going to be moved from that position. Secondly, I think that we should remind ourselves and preach to ourselves that God knows how to give good gifts to His children. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11 tells us that. And God doesn't withhold any good thing from those who walk uprightly before Him, which is what Psalm 84 
verses 11 and 12 says. So God not only knows how to give us good things, but he won't withhold any good thing from us. The psalmist in Psalm 84 tells us that we should trust in God. And I think part of the reason that he follows up this reminder that God does not withhold any good thing from us with this exhortation to trust in God is that sometimes when we believe that something is really good for us and our family and God is not granting it or he's not granting it in the time frame that we want him to, we can find ourselves questioning God and whether or not we actually trust Him and trust in His choices and trust in whether or not He truly knows how to give good gifts to His children. So I I remember when this passage came alive to me. I had been in a long season of praying for something very particular and not seeing that thing happen, and I'm praying and praying. And then I remember reading this passage. I think I'd read it many times before, but all of a sudden one day just... It came alive to me, and it hit my heart, and I realized that the reason I did not yet have this thing I was praying for is because it wasn't good for me, at least not yet. And furthermore, that if there was a time in which this thing became good for me, I would have it without delay, because Scripture tells me God doesn't withhold any good thing from those who love him and walk upright before him. So truth number one, remember God's goodness to you and let it lead you to thanksgiving and confidence in his love. Truth number two, preach to yourself that God doesn't withhold good gifts and he knows how to bless his children with good gifts. And so there may be things we really think this would be good, but we don't have it yet because it truly isn't what is right for us at that time. And we need to preach that to ourselves so that it builds trust in us. And then finally, truth number three, we need to remind ourselves and preach to ourselves that God is working in our life to bring about all of the good works that he has planned for us. And we're told this in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. It shouldn't be a small thing to us that the God of the universe has loved us, that he gives us good gifts, and that he has planned for us specific good works that he wants our life to produce. And I think what Ephesians chapter 2 tells us is that we are God's workmanship and that he has planned good works for us to walk in them. But I think he's talking about very specific good works. There's general good works that we're all supposed to walk in. But I think there are very specific good works that are planned for each of us as a Christian. Specific things for you that are unique to you in the context, in the circumstances that that you find yourself in. And God has planned these things and good works that you would walk in that only you can walk in that's going to produce fruit for his glory. And when we understand that, We also have to understand that there may be times where we have to lay down the dreams that we have for ourselves in order to walk in the plans and the purposes that God has for us. And I think that's part of the call that every Christian has to take up our cross and follow Jesus. But even in saying 
that we may need to lay down the dreams that we've had in order to follow God's plans for us and these good works that He has purposed that we would walk in, we need to remember that God is not calling us to a life of drudgery or bitter obedience. That even in picking up our cross and following Him and dying to ourselves, Jesus has told us that He has come to give us life and life abundantly. So truly the blessed life on this earth and in the life to come, in eternity, is a life that He is calling us to that will be filled with His good purposes for us. In other words, I think at the end of it, we'll look back and be glad that we followed God's plan and His purposed good works rather than our own dreams and hopes, even as good as they may have seemed. I think God changes our desires and our hopes as we go, and that we will be joyful as we see them coming to pass in our life, even if they are not originally what we had planned. This life will be filled with joy and at times grief, but they are, it's always going to lead to God's good and wise workmanship in our lives. So, as we remember His goodness and thank Him for it, as we preach to ourselves that God doesn't withhold good things from His children, let's preach and remind ourselves that we're God's workmanship and that there are good plans for us, good works that God has for us to walk in. I love a quote from John Piper that I'm going to share with you to kind of wrap things up today. It's one of my favorite quotes, maybe of all time. But John Piper gives this pastoral advice Occasionally, you should weep deeply over the life that you had hoped would be. You should grieve your losses and you should feel the pain. But then, you should wash your face, trust God, and embrace the life He has given you. So, as we walk this life, I believe we will see a lot of answered prayers I believe we will see a lot of times that God is going to come through and come through quickly in exactly the way that we hoped He would. I think there are going to be times where God will answer prayers, but they won't be in the timing that we had hoped for. And we're going to have to experience delays. And I think there will be time where God won't answer them like we asked in order that He could give us something new. It's important for us to preach gospel truths to ourselves while we navigate these different pathways and while we experience these things in our walk with Jesus. And I believe these gospel truths will help set our heart and keep it steady. I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you have any questions about this topic, please use the email address you hear in the outro. Uh, send those in and I would love to communicate with you. If you think this would be helpful to someone you know, please share it. And until next time, church, let's continue to rely on Jesus together, preaching the gospel to ourselves at all times. Grace and peace to your families. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app, or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepinson.com. Mm-hmm.